Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. We talk about something north of the border. Don't really have, I guess some of the sponsors have uh, uh, business activity in Canada, but, you know, top spending upper deck. But we're going to talk about 1977 OPG baseball, which is one of the, uh, OPG had uh, kind of a, maybe a sub-license from Tops back in those days. And so many of the sets were just very, very similar, just hardly different. 77, not so. So very interesting from a historical perspective. Rich and I will bat that around. So thanks, uh, Tops, for having the original license that then allowed OPG to do this interesting set. Upper Deck, Panini, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, as well as Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, and ComC.com. Rich, there's 77 OPG baseball cards on ComC. I'm sure. And one of oh, the yeah. fun things about that is that you can actually see what the, the most interesting thing about that set of, of the, they're not of alias sets or parallel sets or whatever. It, I'm trying to think if there's any other example where this parallelness or this alias, this, this shadow set is so subtly different. In so many of the cards. And it's the of, same, and yet it's not. And some of them are not subtly different at all. Some of them are very subtly different. I think out of a 264-card set, there's more than 100 differences in those 100 cards between the top set and that set. Well, I think it's even more than 100. But again, you can, you can count some really subtle differences. I mean, there's ones that you wouldn't, you can't just see it immediately. There's some where there's airbrushings or different pictures or, but there's also just slightly different cropping. You wouldn't see it unless you, you could notice side by side or the autograph is positioned a little bit differently. Now that's not the same as what Tops is doing with their, their short prints and their super short prints. How do you know on something like Tops 2020 that I guess they're indicated on the back. Yeah. But from the front, you just have to say, hey, that doesn't look like the others, right? Well, in Heritage, it, I mean, they, like a in Heritage photo. they now put on the back of the card. But on the front. On the front, it's usually fairly obvious, the difference on the short but Because print. it doesn't look... It, right. It's horizontal instead of vertical, or it's... Or it's, or Andrew, it's, McCutcheon, it's Andrew McCutcheon, like, with a shirt open. Yeah. You know, where I, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty cool card. Yeah, but then you got to flip it over to verify that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't look... It, it doesn't look... By the well, way, that's one of my pet peeves. That, you know, when, when you're looking through a dollar box, if it takes twice as long if you have to look at the front and the back. And so if you're just looking for certain players, then you just look at the front. But if you're looking for anomalies and other kinds of interesting things like you and I both do, sometimes you got to flip it over to the back and that takes twice as long. But with 77, if I was just looking at a box, there are people I think that really, well, do you think there are more people that collect the OPG 77 baseball differences or they just go ahead and get a complete set? I think back in the day, there were more people that did the differences. Because it was like a supplement. Yes. I had collectors who would go through my stuff buying 77 differences in OPGs. They so, wouldn't be interested in the ones that were the same. No. They only wanted the ones that were different. They were team collectors? Player collectors? Player collectors and team collectors. Yeah. And what's weird is that... Well, a lot of the differences are, are Blue Jays. Right. And that's the, that's the and first that's year of the Blue Jays. Yeah. And like I think Rick Cerrone has a card by himself in 77... He's on a four. He's on the Dale Murphy rookie card in '77. Right. You know there are a couple like that. I think the manager card is different with the coaches of the '77 Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, and it makes you wonder if that's the reason they did all those differences. Oh, it's well. It, here's the thing. They that got them started, and there was an. Oh, it's like. And again, I just look back of when I was kind of the boss of a company. You know, it's you love the passion of your employees, but somebody at OPGs, they they were given instructions to update the set. Especially reflective of the new Blue Jays and doing the, and the person just went, 
went nuts. We went crazy because next thing you know, there's more than a hundred changes because, and none of this is computerized. It's just taking the, the art, the, the, whatever, the, the, the images that are there and, and start, and start working them. And the guy, and the person, guy, gal, whoever it was, just thought, Hey, uh, now that I'm doing this, I'll just, I'll just keep going. And so and almost half the set, I think. And if you notice, it's one year only by 78. And then the guy got fired. <laughs> or was basically told, the only change you're doing is signed as free agent or trade. Well, they, they did the little small print things right. on the front, which again, like I said, I like the thing on the front. And uh, they've been doing that in hockey for a while, yeah. the little small print. They've been adding cards. In hockey, I believe there'd been a third series added yeah. in a couple of the hockey sets before 77. Yeah. So it was a new employee at OPG that had not been properly trained. And it took uh, his or her job very, very seriously and realized and thought that the making it perfectly updated with better photos. But again, even some of them are, are puzzlers. Yes. Some are puzzlers. And of course, our question is... Maybe the guy was getting paid by the change instead you, of by the hour. You did 77 Blue Jays. And hour. I realized the Expos had been in town for eight years. Yeah, yeah. How come you didn't take Andre Dawson and make him a card by himself in 77? Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine how much a 77 Andre Dawson... I mean, yeah. three, four times the base card, but that'd be really cool to have a rookie year Andre Dawson card by himself. All by himself. Yeah, I think, well, okay, you're bringing up the point that when these differences, again, I, I think the hobby has shifted in, and, you know, sometimes what goes around comes around, but back in the day, there were a lot more complete set collectors, a lot more team collectors, and certainly some player collectors too. But what your experience was, and I think mine was too, is that back in the late 70s, 80s, maybe even 90s, the interest was broader than that. It wasn't, I just want the Gary Carter because he's a different pose. Yes, they wanted that. There's probably greater demand for that. But there were a lot of people that were purists that just wanted it, and not just Blue Jay collectors, that really wanted That was a different card. Whereas the, the, the a lot of those earlier OPGs were the exact same card with a matte finish or a different back color. And I think when we talk about today and the reason you do team or player collecting is there are so many different sets available. You know, if Tops prints not just the sets you see in the right. hobby, but they do all their on-demand sets. Well, if you're doing 40 sets for the hobby and then all the mail-away stuff they do, unless you have some sort of unlimited funds, you have to figure out where you want to draw the line. I mean, you're a Roberto Clemente guy. Yeah. To me, the Project 2020 would be one, okay, that, that might be the one time I say, that's the ones that I will get this year for the 20 Clementes, and that will be it for the 55s, just so I can have 20, 20 different looking. And it would yeah. look like a really cool display, I think, when, you, when they're done. Uh, so we didn't have that many sets in 1977. You know, by 1980, 81, we, we explode to three manufacturers, as, we talked about, as we've talked about with 84 flares. I wrote something for Baseball Hobby News at the time. If hobbyists are not careful, they're going to spend $50 to get all three of the sets in 1981. You know, we could basically get an 80 top set for $15. Well, if you're only spending $15 and all of a sudden you, you, you know, all of a sudden you have, let's say that 35 extra dollars to go chase deeper things. Well, the other, I'm preparing, I'm thinking about an episode eventually for that kind of, because John Newman's already talked about this a little bit about, it's not collecting on a budget as much as it's, being neutral in your cash flow or being controlling your cash flow. And what we're talking about is the opposite of that. It's, it's a lot of money going out and they're not for resale. And so you've got to make enough, you know, if you, like, like, you know, if you, you buy some cards, you know, if you sell some of them, you try to get your money back and then you've got the other ones were free. But what we're talking about with these 77 OPGs, you buy them, you're, 
you know, that's, that's just, you just bought them. You, you're, you're not going to resell them. And so you've got to make it on something else. And frankly, they're not going to be, unless they grade out, you know, uh, you know, nines and tens, that they're, they're, they're not investment quality type cards. Fortunately, 77 OPG is not a super expensive set. There's nothing really super expensive. Every card will be a $20 bill or less unless you want like a PSA 10 or a BGS yeah. 9.5 or SGC 98. Yeah. So everything will be reasonably priced. So you don't really have that staring you in the face. You really have more of, do I really want to care about the subtle difference? And as I said, to me, 77 is the one year of OPG. If you really want to see what the differences are, that for whatever reason is like the midpoint of OPG between 65 and, right. the, and the 90s. And as you said, for whatever reason, whoever designed that set or whoever they hired to do it had a blast that year, but the rest of us are now looking and thinking, what are you doing? Well, if you were to, uh, you and I, if someone said, hey, I've got an interesting set I want to show you, and it's in uh, plastic sheets, let's say. If they brought out any other OPG set besides 77, you and I would probably say, been there, done that. But if it was a 77 OPG set, you'd say, well, let's take a look at that. And we would know from experience, but we're the exception now. I will say I think they would just, it it wouldn't look different enough that that they wouldn't know which ones are different. Somehow, when I look at those, I can just say, well, wait a minute, that's, that's not the tops card. You and I have both looked at enough 77 tops cards. We can instinctively tell, you know, we've talked about this a little in terms of buying at shows when we were buying stuff for the company archives. We knew what we'd never seen before. Well, that's what I, when I look at a dollar box, anything that catches my eye that looks different. I'm either going to buy it or consider buying it. Yes. But if it's, if it, I'm looking, I can look through just like you, I can look through pretty fast. If it's something I readily see, you know, and again, you've got to have a filter that if it's more valuable or something, but you're looking through and then all of a sudden it's like, it's like looking for counterfeits. You know, you have to know what the real thing is. So, you know, Hey, that looks different. That's, that's not the same. And so if it's a, so, it, you know, if there was a 77 Gary Carter OPG, that'd be better. Again, the demand is lower. But the supply is a lot lower too. And I think Carter is one of the cards with a subtle different, different photo, different photo, which is really cool. Which is cool. Okay. But I don't think the value differential is there. I bet it's, it's not very, as very much as you price. think it should be considering the, the photo difference. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I just don't know that people would you say that 77 tops compared to 77 OPG, there are 10 times as many. Tops cards produced. Might be twenty times as much produced. Might be fifty. Well, it's it's certainly more than ten. That was my 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 initial thrust there. Fifty. I'm not sure I'm willing to go to that, but I don't know. I mean, we'd have to ask somebody from Canada that was that was seeing whether they were. There's no reason to think that they that that was a lower printed year or that it was a higher printed year. And but the earlier you know before those years there. I mean, 78s, there are a fair number of OPG There's 78s. There's a lot of 78s. Okay? So something happened in there, but 77, 76, 75, you know, the OPGs what's, are what's uh, 20 to 1, 50 to 1. I don't know about 50 to 1, but... What's one. weird is OPG has, especially in the 70s, some years they produce more than others. 74 and 76 are much tougher than 73 and 75. 77's that, but then 78, 79... 80 got hammered because there was a postal a postal strike. Yeah. They may have made as much, but somehow they never got anywhere. Right. 80 OPGs are reasonably tough to find. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's... Then it's, 81, you get white backs and gray backs. And right. so, I mean, you've, there are some amazing quirks in these OPG cards from all these years. 71 OPG is a couple, is the first first years of a couple of different numberings. Ron Hunt is different in 71 OPG yeah. compared to Topps. He's also... There's a few of the cards Tommy Davis has traded to. I think Hoyt Wilhelm has yeah. traded to. So 
it took them a while to find their way. And I think in 77, they threw the kitchen sink. And then 78, is like, okay, kitchen sink didn't work. Let's try a truncated top set where the only thing we change is team affiliation. Okay, so last question. I mean, basically, what I'm thinking is that these cards belong in a player collection or a team collection. If you're a Blue Jay collector, you th- th- this would be fundamental. If you're a Gary Carter collector or Andre Dawson, you know, just for, for guys that had Canadian connections. But anybody, if you're a player collector, I, I don't think you would draw the line at American issues when the OPGs are interesting and available, but not so available that there isn't the thrill of finding one. So would you agree? I mean, well, I think they're mainstream. Blue, they're not Jay, oddball. They're mainstream. If I'm a Blue Jay collector, I want the 77s. Yeah. I mean, that's a gimme. And if I'm a player collector, it may not be a gimme, but it's, hey, wait a second. It this, should be, This though. looks cool. Let me buy what, it. If you're a Nolan Ryan collector, it's you're not going to get all the yeah. Nolan Ryan OPGs. You should. I mean, the couple, should, they're hard to find. The 68, good luck with that yeah. one. And then he doesn't have one till 71, which yeah. is not the easiest one. Which is world. tough as well. Yeah. So in a sense, Nolan Ryan, for the first five years of his career, only has, we'll call it two and a half cards, you know, 68, which is expensive, 71, yeah. which is tough. And then the 71 Bud Harrelson, where he's in the yeah, background. Yeah. He's got two and a half cards. Oh, he's actually got a 70 playoff card. So he's yeah. got three and a half. Yeah. Where he's got a couple 70s on those that way too. But he's only got two cards that actually say Nolan Ryan. And to me, they're very collectible. They're, they're, oh, those cards are very collectible. To me, they're mainstream as well. Yes. You know, and I'd be surprised if so. I don't think I've ever owned a 71 OPG Ryan. I have owned the 68 OPG Ryan. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have or not, and I'm not going to go digging. So thanks, Rich. Thanks. Another walk down memory lane for 77 OPG. Again, you'd think it would be the same as 77 Tops and boring, but it is not. So check it out. You can look at them in Beckett Marketplace, eBay, and certainly ComC. You can see front and back images and see what we're talking about, that the cards are slightly different. In fact, what you can do, you can search ComC by the player's name and the card number, and it would pop up. They'd probably pop up side by side. Well, not necessarily side by side, but if you type if in 77 with the name, you'll get them both. Well, I'm just saying, if you say 77 Gary Carter... You'll get both. ...and the number, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow.